Did you know that Jotaro Kujo hates women? Tell me more. Well, I just, I mean, episode two, we see it more. We we already saw him calling his mom a bitch a bunch. But that could just be Holly. Yeah, I mean. Because <laughs> who would No offense. Yeah. <laughs> Although, of all the things to call Holly. I wouldn't call bitch her a bitch. is not. Right. She doesn't thing. strike Dits, me. yes. Yeah. Like you know. bimbo. Sure. Totally earned it. Shittily written character. Right. Poor <laughs> yeah, characterization. Yeah. <laughs> oh, terrible stereotype. Doormat. Doormat. Yeah. Uh, could definitely Sandy read some maybe Betty Friedan. Uh, uh, Gaijin. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, bitch, Jotaro, come on. Yeah, yeah. He, he's just. Well, that's just rebellious yeah. youth. Yeah, exactly. You know? He's just taking out his anger. But then we, we finally we see him interact with some other well, girls, young, yeah, young some women. school girls his age. Uh, they're girls. They're yeah, they're yeah, like sixteen. Yeah. Who are I got to say very stereotypically picking the wrong tree to bark up. It's very realistic. <laughs> it's, it's very realistic. Yeah. They want the surly, completely unavailable dude. Yeah, <laughs> very unavailable. So unavailable. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it and turns out he doesn't just dislike his mother. It's just the whole gender. all women. The yeah. whole gender. And he's uh, got a problem with with women. Yeah, well, he does so not he, respect women. He inherited that one. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the Joe Star line is strong and it's full of revenge and being super gay and misogynist. Yeah. Yep. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre. <laughs> Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer. We are on season three of a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders, episode two. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I'm Darius Gazani. I'm Courtney Stanton. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yar yar daze. I don't even know how to say that. Yeah, that's that's, that's right. All right. Okay. Yeah. The daze part always seems a little. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's a little slurred. Yeah, yeah, it gets. Yeah, it gets um, yeah, we get the first one of those. Yeah, we do in this episode. Good. Yeah, so that's that's Jotaro's catchphrase, <laughs> and it is uh, it is it gets translated to "good grief." Yeah, which, I think that's a good translation. Yeah, because it. it's a, it's got the um, alliteration yeah. to it. He will say that uh, constantly, nine thousand times. Yeah, at least. We also are introduced to another important facet of Stardust Crusaders, which is Kakyoin. Yay! <laughs> I think it's so weird that Kakyoin. I mean, it's not weird, but it's just it's like, I guess he's just one of those like starts out as a shitty villain and gets converted. Yeah, into, yeah. Which he doesn't even get converted in this episode. No. But like Kakyoin doesn't isn't spoilers. Kakyoin is not going to just stay. A random brainwashed no, he will become villain. Jotaro's wife. Yes. I don't know if you guys noticed, but this is like <laughs> the cutest meet cute in the world. That's one way to say yeah. it. I don't know. No. It's I think not. it's like a meat creep. Or yeah, something. it's like a meat uncute. Or like um, a meat cute, but M E A T. No, he, all right. So, all right, leaving aside. <laughs> sell it. Sell it to us, Corey. Yeah. All right. Well, so, okay. Defend yourself. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so, first of all, you have to set aside the part where he attacks him. But... <laughs> okay. So, having established we're not in reality. Right. right. Okay. Continue. He, okay. He doesn't hit me, I swear. But then, but like, so he saunters up to him, working the hell out of that. Jodo just fell downstairs. That's all. He yeah, just fell down the stairs. He kind of did. But then... Um, <laughs> oh, no. This is another podcast. Domestic violence only, AU. Yeah, that only like our $40,000 Patreon <laughs> patrons can listen to. No, but, you get to hear our most problematic no, shit. No, when I say he kind of did, I mean, there's no way Hierophant Green actually did that attack. Okay, yeah, what is going on? Right, right, right. yeah. So wait, um, so how does the episode even open? Re- remind me. Um, so he's he's... 
Jotaro is avoiding women. Right. And then Kakuin <laughs> is standing at the top of the staircase painting Jotaro. No, <laughs> yeah. right. Which, but like he not, but like Jotaro is behind Kakuin. So Kakuin is painting. Working like, on his existing yeah. <laughs> painting of Jotaro. Right. I'm telling you guys, this shit is gay as hell. It's really gay. Uh, by um, the way, Courtney has a a framed copy of uh, that painting. Uh, replicate. Of that exact painting yeah, that I, Elis bought for me. It's Elis probably bought. the best present I've ever given anyone. Yeah. Elis was like, I got you something. <laughs> and I was like, okay. It's a it's totally a, normal thing to give to someone. It's incredible. Um, it's and it's like not a nice, even it, nice, like it, a pretend nice frame. Yeah, it's really it's great. Nice. It's white plastic and my cats haven't managed to hurt it at all. It's perfect. <laughs> it's an interesting painting. It's it's real weird. It has, it's like different. cubist influence. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cubist. It's like yeah. a strong art style. <laughs> Kakuin really had a future before the flesh bud. Yeah. But I have to wonder if like the paint talent, if the painting talent also came with the flesh bud. Like he is, he does. Kakuin does so many things in this episode that he will never do again. So I'm yeah. just like, was the painting part of it? Yeah, I have questions. It's like a, it's like an extension into his powers of the like beginning chapters characters are out of character like his powers are out of character yeah yeah like he does like he doesn't he doesn't like hurt people through paintings anymore after yeah. this but see I, or show any or interest in painting tree. whatsoever yeah. <laughs> never, or yeah. yeah the puppet thing what is yeah. like but I, so that puppet thing then i feel like iraqi like revisits that in part, part four. four it's like he was like going through his notes and he was like that shit I was never, cool yeah i never yeah. really uh, um, dug into that whole puppet anyway so kakuin is like paint has, has been working on this painting painting of Jotaro. So he's I clearly assume been, it's well, taken him like six months. Yeah. yeah. It's an oil painting or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, and then he's got this paintbrush with red paint on it. And so this is where I think he's just doing it for dramatic flair. But somehow, while Jotaro is walking down the stairs, Kakuin manages to cut Jotaro like at the knee cap and make him fall. But this is the thing. So Kakuin has a stand. Spoilers. Jotaro obviously also has a stand and so Jotaro could see if if Kakuin used his stand and we don't see so that. So we're supposed yeah, but... to think uh, we're supposed to think that like he's his power includes like slashing a red paintbrush in order to cut someone in the same place like a voodoo doll. Right. Or that's what because that's what you think when you yeah. see it at first. I mean that's that's what it's set up as. And they never really tell me a reason why that shouldn't be actually. Right. Happen. But the my thought is like Jotaro's not paying attention. He's not even on yeah. alert because he doesn't know that there are enemy stand users That's in the true. world that are out after him. And so um, so he's just not paying attention. And Hierophant Green is like a sneaky stand. Yeah. And it's a long distance stand. So I could see it just kind of like like creeping up and Chomp. like and like <laughs> yeah. yep. Chomp right in the knee. Chomping in the knee. But yeah, the point is is that all of the shit with the painting and the slashing was just pageantry. Yeah. Because um, mm -hmm. he's a very dramatic boy. He is a very dramatic boy, and I love him. So Kakuin does that, and then Jodoro manages to save himself from completely wiping out on the pavement because he's Jotaro and also it's the second episode of the series. Again, uh, <laughs> he does not die. Yeah. 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 Weird, weird. The main character is not going to completely yeah. eat it on the second yeah. episode. But the girls who he just told to fuck off are very concerned about him. Yeah. And so they come running and are surrounding him. But the one who gives him their handkerchief is Kakuin, yeah. who comes sauntering down the stairs working his scarf. Like he has this like 
like shawl that is like completely wrapped around his wrist. Yeah, it's like some Nathan Lane shit. It's amazing. (laughs) Um, And then he comes up and he's like, oh, here. And he gives him this embroidered handkerchief that is embroidered in his like green and white colors which match his stand which also matches his school his, uniform yeah. and also matches like his school uniform and and scarf like his like yeah, kakuin likes two things the color green and cherries yeah his whole look and Jotaro. Jotaro. And, yeah his three, <laughs> three things, things. <laughs> um the third thing is like the new addition yeah. right so his whole He's look is, is so strong and it's just like and they're just kind of looking at each other and it's like, thanks. like thanks for this handkerchief which and like there's really no reason like he doesn't use it to like mop up his blood he or just anything takes it. He, he just takes it, it. And he's, and he's says thank you too yeah. like like he's uncharacteristically polite to Kakuin. he actually even Kakuin's like walking away and he's like hey and Kakuin turns around and you think he's gonna insult him and then he's like thanks for the handkerchief and he's like i haven't seen you around and he's like oh i'm noriaki Kakuin. i just transferred here <laughs> yeah and he's like oh it's see you around sense. he's got a case of the anime transfers and then <laughs> and then Kakuin just like saunters away and then jotaro and it's like i understand that jotaro just learned about his birthmark and so suddenly he's very aware of it but jotaro just like grabs the back of his neck and kind of looks down and i'm just like you're very gay for each other but yeah so that's their weird meat cute which obviously that Kakuin, part is cute but like obviously Kakuin, yeah. like and Kakuin was also very impressed because he was like oh he's very strong i see now yeah. and then he like comes down and does that um also spoilers written inside the handkerchief is jodoro kujo i'm going to kill you today <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out later with my with my stand which I also love and I still think is very cute um, <laughs> this is where you lose me yeah this is where we start to diverge in opinion here I just I, I really mean, enjoy Jojo that. cute because right, they all I mean. start off hating each other that's what I mean it's that it's just yeah. like yeah it is very it is very Caesar uh, Joseph in yeah, that sense yeah Josuke like, Okuyasu yeah like it's just it's but it's also still but like Jonathan Dio but like to yeah. me it's yeah. like it's added a like a layer to like previous ones because it's also using actual like cutesy tropes yeah. and it has yeah, true, the true, menacing true. Yeah. like villain layer yeah on it also it. yeah I mean this is this is definitely like I mean, it, yeah, it builds on what Joseph and Caesar did where it's like fighting is a metaphor for sex and romance, but now it's like moving more into just like romance is romance. Yeah. Um, so it's like Iraqi's like sort of like put it in a shaker. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like it's just kind of coming out right yeah. next to each other. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's He hasn't really weird. decided yet. Yeah. And he's like, I'll just kind of blend these two. We get more Dio being himself. And it's just again, we just get these like weird little yeah, snippets. I just have Dio is hot in my notes. Yeah. Just more snippets of Dio wandering around. Shirtless. Talking to himself. Giant, giant back. Joseph is the only person who ever changes clothes, I think. Yeah. It's, I mean, I could yeah. be wrong, but he definitely changes clothes here and Joseph no one else has. brought like changes a suitcase of yeah. full of clothing. Yeah. Joseph, like, was Joseph just, did he move out? Are they separated? What is going on? <laughs> that is, I mean, he's always on the road, so he's he's prepped. You know, yeah, he's always on and the he's road. He's got his side of pieces. His he's got New his... York real estate job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Requires him his... leaving the country all the time for some reason. Yeah, maybe he was just like, I don't know how long I'm going to be gone, so I'm going to take my entire wardrobe. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe they have one of those relationships where it's like he has the apartment in the city. I mean, like that's my question: is like, does Susie know, like, what? Like, does, like, are they in, like, one of these relationships, like, where Susie basically knows what's going on and, like, turns a blind eye because she wants to, like, remain in 
polite society or whatever, or mm-hmm. is Joseph just straight up cheating on her with probably loads of that men? one? Yeah, probably. I mean, they're one. both kind of that, well, but it's like how straight up cheating on her with loads of men, and apparently at least at one, least one woman. woman. Yeah, but like my question is like, how aware of it is Susie Q? I mean, she she doesn't idiot. seem very aware. <laughs> no shit. She did not so, seem very aware I take at back all. My question. Yeah. Um, like. Though eventually, doesn't she say, like, I knew that Joseph was lying about, like, where he was? And she just didn't care. I don't remember. Yeah, she was like, maybe she said something to the effect. I mean, we'll get we'll get there in, like, six years. But, <laughs> like, uh, she like I just didn't say anything because, like, I knew it wouldn't stop him or yeah. something. So she might know. It might be a thing where it's just like, well, this is our situation. And yeah. so we're just going to write it out. None of these answers are very happy or no, satisfying. No. Like, that's the thing. It's like, also, I'm just like, so how did he come with Avdol so quickly? Do they live together? Like, what? I mean, he probably just, like, called up Avdol and was like, we're I mean, going I think, to Egypt. Well, he or, says he says we've been investigating Dio's whereabouts right. for a while now. So I think they're just. We've been jerking off together to these sex. <laughs> <laughs> Their their stack of Dio nudes. (laughs) And just like going out and buying cameras. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Make another nude. Send more nudes, Dio. (laughs) And Dio is just like, who is there? Oh my god! Oh man, what what happens after he recovers from the the fall? So he goes Does to the nurse's go... office. Oh, so, yeah. So we go straight to the nurse. Yeah. yeah, the the obligatory women's body nudity yeah. of the season. Yeah, but also the obligatory. We are having a fight with each other, but through a woman's possessed body, which is exactly what happened with Susie Q and ACDC yeah. uh, and Joseph uh, and, and Caesar. Caesar. Yep. Last, yeah. Last... And also, what happened with Joseph and Caesar and Pigeon Lady? Yep. That's right. Yeah, so this is the long and storied history of, like, it's not gay if there's a girl there. Yeah. Yep. Leave room for the girl. <laughs> the theoretical girl between you. So Jotaro goes to the nurse's office because he's got a, a wee bee Yeah. <laughs> and it turns out that the nurse uh, can't tell the difference between a pen and a thermometer. And Well, that is indicative of the fact that she's possessed. That something's yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. And she puts a pen through a student's eye. Yeah, there's That's two... also an indication that something is <laughs> yeah. wrong. Yeah, there's, two, there's two random delinquents hanging out. They're such uh, good delinquents. I want to watch great. a show about them. Yeah. One of them has the Josuke hair. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah. The... yeah. They're actually, the delinquents are pretty sharp because they're like, we've never seen uh, Jotaro actually get hurt in a fight Ever so, like obviously that's not from a fight. Yeah, yeah that must she, have been an accident. She's or like, Jodoro, were you fighting? And they're like, and they're like, uh, if he was fighting, he wouldn't be hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Other guy would be in here. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, all right, you must be clumsy. And then she's like, all right, I'm gonna cut off your pants. And he's like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I'll just lady, take don't these touch off. the pants. He's like, yeah. what a waste. <laughs> yeah, what does that even mean? Like, he still has a hole through his pants. So. But, like, he could mend it. Yeah. Like, he's he clearly He clearly does his own stitching on his, right. uh, you know, True. he's got the, the safety pin in his hat, yeah. and he's got the stitching Jotaro on his collar. Jotaro is into crafts. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. a thrifty dude, um, yeah. which I just, I don't know. That just, in, like, like a DIY me. punk way, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I just, but, which, again, fits really well with, like, the original character design for yes. him. Yeah. Of someone with, like, ripped up. Up, kind of shredded clothes that you right. like put back together which also if he fights a lot yeah. clothes probably kind of get shredded so uh i like that note that he's like no <laughs> don't <laughs> it's good. It's good uh, and yeah it's like it's this weird tiny moment which you, we're gonna be with these characters for a very long time so you slowly build 
a sort of a, a more complete picture of of all their weird quirks and stuff because they're they're not just like the same wall of flesh man who punches no. over and over right. again. We quickly learn that the nurse is being possessed by Kakyoin's stand, which he's doing somehow via a puppet. But no, but it also shows the puppet is just flare. The, the, oh, puppet, yeah. is, the puppet is flare. It shows really? his tentacles like. Well, I mean, but the, like, the isn't going the, well, right? Her. She is possessed by. But like, isn't he somehow using the puppet? No, I think it's just flair. It's just flair. Just Just like the painting. Just being dramatic. Just being weird. Yeah. Um, I think it's just Dio's influence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I. uh, But yeah, so so Jotaro when he this is when he pulls out the handkerchief and sees the threat from Kakuin, and he's like. (laughs) You're gonna kill me with your stand, and then he sees the nurse being possessed, and he's like, "Is that who attacked me on the stairs?" And then, and then she stabs a student in the eye, and he's like, "Huh." <laughs> and then, and that's when he's like, "Did Kakuin do that?" And Kakuin suddenly appears, lounging in the window frame, like the Cheshire yeah, how did cat, he get just, up there? just hanging yeah. there, smiling. And, and he's like, in. "And he's like, yes, it was me. Hello." <laughs> I'm just like, "I love you. You're so gay." He's he's every gay villain stereotype we have ever talked about on this podcast. An extreme gay villain stereotype. He's so good. Because yeah, it's I, I do actually think that when you get possessed by Dio, because he never says Dio, but he says like him. Him and my master. Yeah, we know who, who is We we know yeah. that shit. And so I really think being possessed by Dio just makes you very flamboyant. Yeah. So he's possessed this nurse and he's like, by the way, you can't hurt me because in order to hurt me you have to hurt this nurse so it's exactly it. the same as the ACP. yeah exactly he's, ba- he's basically taking a hostage yeah, and, yeah. Um, but instead of Hammond it's my stand mm-hmm. yeah uh, and so Jotaro obviously grabs her and kisses her which you get like a really great reaction shot from Kakuin of like <gasps> no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a man kissing a woman never I never and uh <laughs> And then when he, Jotaro pulls away, you see his stand, Star Platinum, has bitten Kakuin's stand. And like pulled it out of, oh the, my of God. the esophagus. And has pulled the... it out of her mouth. So instead of a pigeon coming out of a woman's mouth, it is a man's stand pulling another man's stand out of a woman's mouth. Yeah. Right. Um, Kakuin's stand in his stand's mouth. Yep. Yeah. And so it's, and you even get like in the manga, like close ups of Hierophant Green's like, cheek or forehead in star platinum's teeth like it's just yeah well and then you see you see kakuin has has a chomp mark on his on his uh yeah he has a chomp mark on his uh forehead because that's where he's been bitten bitten on the stand it's just it's very like fight intimate again in that way that jojo is uh but it's just it's still it's just like gentlemen yeah i mean in the manga it just looks like the stands are kissing yeah yeah, yep. I see that. Yeah. Yep. No, I know. It's very intimate. It's fighting intimate. Yep. Yeah, and see, and then there's his little his little creasy forehead. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No. And then there's just and then there's a lot of that weird dialogue, moist and springy style. There's a lot that, of a lot of I put it in her and you took it out. And, and like you'll you regret know. ever taking it out of her and uh fluids. Yeah, yeah at one point Lots it turns out that Hierophant Green has a move that involves Secreting bodily fluids, just leaking everywhere, <laughs> and then firing that's, those that's fluids. A bad power to have, but <laughs> just like leaking everywhere. <laughs> my my so power is being really fucking sweaty. Well, some yeah. some some kind of 
liquid. <laughs> and yeah. then he fires that liquid at Jotaro and Jotaro's stand. And it, it's a lot. I don't yeah, know. There's, I, there's I, major. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm not seeing anything. Nothing. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. It's there's... called Emerald Splash. Emerald Splash. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, so, well, cause what it is, is that Kakyoin's stand, uh, is a, it's a distant stand, but it also prefers to remain hidden. So. Yeah. And this is an example, and that's an example of, um, of a stand with a personality, with, with, with like a personality to speak of, right? As far as we know, you know, um, uh, Avdol has complete control over his stand. Right. Uh, Jotaro is learning to have complete control over his stand. Joseph uh, Joseph stand is is not not, is not uh, a person. Although Jerry says you pointed out like, and I really liked this that Hermit Purple is more fucking bullshit string tricks. Yeah, (laughs) I mean we learn later that Hermit Purple is essentially these purple vines that Joseph controls, and yes, he does just weave webs with these strings, which is exactly what he was doing with his rope tricks. Really gifted with string. Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah, he's Even into. to the point where his, the manifestation of his personality and willpower is psychic string. string. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me really happy. Hey, we you have, said that. There are, like, there yeah. Are, there's at least one other JoJo whose entire thing is string. So. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. So, but I was just like, it made me so much less angry about Hermit Purple. Well, not like angry, but you know, just yeah. less. I know. It just, it just makes sense. It uh, makes it more consistent. Less yeah. eye rolling. And I was like, oh, yeah. It's yeah. his weird slate of hand illusions. But. Yep. But yep. power, yep. so that actually fits more, especially when it's like he was a Hammond person, and so it's like, all right, well, he's so yeah, he wouldn't maybe have a giant like illustrated punching person, <laughs> you know. But yeah, Kakuin's stand is like, yeah, it 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 has preferences. It wants to be hidden. It's like a cat. It's, kind yeah, of, it's, it's like know. a pet. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like a, a gay pet cat, like pet a gay cat. snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it was more like a snake. It's definitely yeah. like a reptilian. Yeah, and it's kind of gross. Like it's, it's nasty. It's, um, it's drawn. It's like I mean, a... it's drawn more gross in this episode than it is in future episodes. Yeah, like we said, you know, he's possessed. he's possessed. I have right never now. liked Hierophant Green. It's like, yeah, it's even though it's a, a really stand. popular stand, like people love, Why? like, like I don't know. It's a. I think it's cool. I mean, I think by the time the the start yeah. that it ends, like yeah. it's sort of final manifestations are yeah. really cool. Yeah, I so. agree, but. Like just in terms of like a stand to like and think mm. is cool. Yeah, I'm not into it that yeah. much either. Um, I, I definitely I always thought it was just creepy. I yeah. definitely actually like how it's drawn more when Kakuina is possessed. Like it's when it's more like kind of webby and eyeball-y and and weird. It's um, it's really gross in the manga. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's in the it's it's gross in the anime, but it is it's kind of dis. It's like I kind of want to throw up when yeah, I see it. Yeah, like in the, the tail on it is definitely like they they definitely like. Again, I think because Kakuin in particular, I'm just like, who are you? Like when he first shows up, I'm yeah. like, what's this hair? What are your earrings? Like everything about him looks really different than how he looks in the anime. Uh, and well, actually, they definitely make him consistent with how he ends up looking, right? And anime. I really like how he ends up looking, but it's just it's really interesting to see Araki's like original character sketches drawn into the manga. Yep. Um, Kakuin eventually at some point gets a haircut. Is, is the main thing <laughs> that's um, important and. Uh, and yeah, so it's like I think some of that is also like character design evolution with the stands too. Is that clearly uh, Hierophant Green started out sort of like much more detailed and creepy and webby. And yeah, gross. I mean, in the same way that like stands start off as like tarot cards, basically. Yeah, and 
and also they have like their powers generally on like what Darius said is like some you know hermit purple has a weird power but like most of them are like fire or punching or blah 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 yeah. like if, and eventually they are just become more interesting like so I don't I don't like Hierophant Green I also don't like Silver Chariot like Silver Chariot's super boring to yeah. me um but like eventually there are a few stands in uh even in Star Wars Crusaders. Yeah, yeah, cool. there are some good like ones. Like the sun. The sun right. is a great oh, stand. God, I hate the sun. <laughs> but it is, it is interesting. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm Well, I, I do, I do think stuff. that part of it is that like Araki like designed something that would give him more potential. And then I think he did like the easy shit first. Yeah, yeah, yeah where it's just like fire. Yeah. yeah. He's like, well, like, obviously, I mean, eventually well, obviously he, you're like, going to need to have fire. Eventually so he just, it. I think he just ran out of like simple things. Like, because I think he was basically using it like magic in an rpg like spells mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and then eventually like ran out of spells i mean you know we we talked about the the snail yeah. rainbow stand that appears much later my personal favorite stand uh for weirdness is the one where uh uh you where the stand user blows uh yes metal this is the best one bl- makes balloon dogs but they're metallic and you then blow they, nails up you blow into... nails yeah he can blow a nail into a balloon dog Right. And then the balloon dog chases. And the balloon and dog like can you. find scents. Yeah, it's like can, a hound dog. Yeah, it can so it can smell things like really strongly. But yeah. <laughs> it's completely absurd. I still like the one where you can turn anything into a dinosaur. Well, that's a fucking great stand that's too. That's a great stand. Yeah. You touch yeah. it. No, that's a stand worthy worth stealing from someone, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jotaro and Kakuin do not just stare at each other and like bite each other they actually fight Jotaro right. wins because it's the second episode of the season <laughs> <laughs> um, like I mean a lot of the stuff early on it's just like well obviously because uh, you gotta recruit this guy so he he beats up Kakuin into unconsciousness and and then Fireman carries him out of the building because you gotta keep him oh yeah. I, obviously I, I, I do like you know the basically the turning point of the battle is when is basically like Jotaro just gets up and shrugs off everything that Kakuin's done to him. Yes. And he's just like, I'm way stronger than you think I am. Now I'm going to beat you up. And then he does. Yeah. yeah That's like, how and, and Jotaro is, ends a lot of battles. Right. Yeah. And this is where we, is this our first Aura Aura? I think it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah this yeah, is yeah. our first Aura Aura. And it's a one handed Aura Aura. But yeah, this is where we get Aura Aura, which is, which is, you know, we shout it out in our, uh, yeah. In our in our podcast outro, so yes, you know. it's iconic. Aura, aura, aura. That was a good joke. It is a yeah. good joke. That was one of Darius's first things that he said about our podcast. He's like, <laughs> we should say we're in or or Oregon. And so Jotaro carries Kakuin yeah, home. Yeah, for some reason shows an interest in Kakuin and is like, well, you should definitely meet my family. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's kind of a U-hauler. Like, I'm just, <laughs> like, that's yeah. his no, thing. He, is, he, is. he moves very he ne- fast. He nests. He does. He is a nester. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's literally what Star Platinum was doing in the jail cell. <laughs> was nesting. Just... Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, hey, old man. Because that's what he calls his grandfather. He has yep. no I respect for anybody. I think first he calls his mom a bitch again. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. For fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she's like, oh, I have this feeling that, that my my lovely son is thinking of me right now. And and he's he like, just... no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right behind you and no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we do get that, you know, always important foreshadowing of him being like, hey, you look kind of pale today. And she's like, no, I'm fine. Because Holly has a case of the anime moms. Yeah, but and also, so... you get to see, like, I like that Jotaro, like, expresses concern for her because it does already start to make him, like, a more interesting character yes. rather than just somebody who's calling his mom a bitch constantly. Yeah. Like, he does call his mom a bitch constantly, but he also cares about her so that 
it adds a dimension to his character because well, you're like, why? Well, because I also, I really do get the impression that, I mean, one, he's terrible, but two, he's a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, right. Yeah. So he like simultaneously loves and hates his mom. Right. Which is like, that feels very accurate. Yeah. yeah and the reason why accurate. it reads as fucking weird is because she doesn't do anything about it. Like usually like a kid calls their mom a bitch once and Gets, gets shut down. Yeah, yeah, is grounded yeah. or something. So, like, the fact that she doesn't do anything. I wonder if this is a commentary on American parenting style from from a Japanese perspective. It totally yeah. could be. It totally could like, be. She's just yeah. an, she's just an American, Courtney. It's like that's true. Like, she just lets him do what the well, fuck ever. Actually, she's like a really white lady good. mom, too. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. just like, okay. That's really good. I like it. Yeah. Uh, that's accepted. Headcanon accepted. Yeah. All right, cool. So after that, he he carries his his new boyfriend um over to to Joseph, and he's like, "Hey, here's I this. found this. <laughs> Can I'm, I keep it? I mean, yeah, I'm adopting this he's, now. He's like a cat leaving a mouse on the doorstep. <laughs> Look, uh, and Joseph's like, oh, he's gonna die. Yeah, um, sorry, this and, one's this one's not long for yeah. this world. And, and Joseph, like, is Joseph's like, like, no, it kind of like mm, face. Yeah. And Joseph's like, well, here's why. And then they reveal the grossest looking thing. <laughs> the flesh bud. It's yeah. a fucking flesh bud. And it, that's where the episode ends. And so we won't talk anymore about to that. To be continued. They don't yeah. even like name it, but it's called a flesh bud. And you'll learn more and about it next week. And it's nasty and does yeah. fucked up things. And it like moves. The closing credits for this episode after we get our to be continued are, what? well, yeah, they're just... It's just a black nothingness yeah. with which with is what the credits, credits are from now it. on because they're mourning the loss of uh, roundabout. Yeah, we yeah, don't forever. we don't have roundabout anymore. Forever. Yeah. yeah, no, it's uh, eventually we do get a like a fun song, good credits, good credits, but we're but not for, ready for, yet. for whatever reason we're not ready for it. Right. So. Um. So yeah, we will eventually get like a replacement for roundabout musical interlude and stuff but uh it's just not thematically appropriate yet yep yeah so let's talk about the opening credits for this because i forgot how much i like the opening me too i had the same Uh, thing happen i was like oh this this is like a banger in my head (laughs) this the version of this song that is the canonical version is the voice actor for jotaro singing this yeah there's a out there on youtube yeah there's a video of yeah there's a video of the voice actor for jotaro singing this opening credits theme at karaoke and it's uh, so everything that I want. That. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. so good. He's um, not even that great at it. It just <laughs> makes my heart so full. Yeah. But I, I, um, <laughs> no, I, I like these opening credits. I mean, for starters, they're, they're all done in that kind of 3D yeah. like, like sort of video game. Street Fighter 4 yeah. looking style. Yeah. They're also, maybe it's just because I have watched like the Battle Tendency credits so much, but I was like, I can actually understand and see everything that's happening. They're easier to follow than the battle tendency <laughs> ones. Well, the battle There's tendency less... ones have a lot to hide. Right. <laughs> because they're trying to get across a thing with lots of spoilers in it. But yeah, this I was just like, oh, look, I can, like, there's not too much information for my brain to process at once. Yeah, it's definitely, there's less going on, but yeah. it's still cool. It's still yeah. really well done. I like the song. Yep, um, same. Yeah. I was surprised at how much I like the song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though, like, I've watched it a lot. Yeah, thanks everyone for uh, for being with us for this second episode of Stardust Crusaders JoJo's Bizarre Explainer. Forty six to go, but yeah, uh, thank you for listening. This is uh, I'm just so excited. It's like it's this. I know that it's going to slow down, but like in the beginning, it's just like it's like 
all right, here's Jotaro. Here's his uh, his grandfather. Here's his boyfriend. I mean, like, I here's really the squad. Like, like, you know, I'm it's really just like, boom, boom, like, boom, 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 boom. I don't like Hierophant Green because I think Hierophant Green is boring. But I'm really excited to like start getting like a new stand every week. Like, yeah, like we're gonna talk about some random shit. Like, yeah. What yep. are the rules of this game? Like what we were talking about yeah. with the, uh, yeah. the chariot race. We get Tower of Grey pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, and that is definitely a what are the rules of this game? <laughs> yeah. Situation. Yeah. No, it's just like that's the thing is that it's like here's like there's there's a every formula begins. Like a mystery. Yeah, like a formula formula begins to emerge and then it's like okay let's crack this case yeah it's fun jojo's bizarre explainer is recorded in portland aura aura oregon at stream pdx mobile podcast studio thank you to the folks at stream pdx and open signal our music is the freakout experiment by tobias weber you can follow us on twitter at explain jojo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com. We'd love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that misguided schoolgirls would leave for Jotaro.